This was recorded on September 27th at Benzinga Cannabis Capital Conference 2023. After this panel, I approached CEO of Merimed, John Levine, for a short on-the-spot interview. Enjoy the episode. I'm, saying, I'm standing here with John Levine, CEO of Merimed. Um, one of the things you described about the Illinois cannabis market uh, that, that you like about it and other investors like is uh, the consistent pricing, consistently high pricing. What do you think can be attributed to that confidence? I think because this market has been very good about controlling the outputs into it so that there's no overabundance of flour or products on the market at one time. So the supply and demand is always there. I think also Illinois being one of the older markets has a great line of different types of products in the market with good, good manufacturers. I think it's one of the first states that we've been here. Yeah, this has been a great state. I wish we'd been able to manufacture it for much longer. We started our Betty Zetties originally with GT. That was many years ago, but GTI is great coming out of the box with Betty Zetti. They were number one for three years running, and we're excited that we're bringing that back to Illinois. Illinois is a growing market still, and I'm very excited that we're here. Yeah, so uh, to put it in a bottle, do you think it's the uh, limitations on licenses that allows kind of that, that pricing to stay firm? Or? Yeah, I think that Illinois, again, their, their cannabis group has done a great job of not overextending the amount of space that somebody can grow into or too many licenses. I mean, some of the other states that we deal with, like Massachusetts, there's a couple people in that state that have problems growing because the competition keeps growing every year because they're not limited. Yeah. They're unlimited. Maryland, they just limited it, but they restricted the amount of space that somebody could have to what they had that day. So this will be a better market in Maryland, but Illinois has been consistent from day one, limiting the numbers. And I think that's a great thing for the whole industry. And as a business owner, how do you think that stands up against, like we accept the fact that most restaurants, like 80% of restaurants go out of business within the first five years. Do you think that changes that dynamic for this business? Oh, 100%. In Illinois, you're not seeing the people going out of business here because of the fact that they've limited the licenses. That's a positive for the state. Yeah. The state is doing a great job with the Illinois market, and we're very happy that we're part of it. And last question, uh, what do you think about the main enforcement mechanism being the criminal law? In other words, like if I did what some of these companies did, I'm looking at criminal penalties instead of like a business fine. You know, like if I opened up a restaurant and did a liquor license, I'd get like a fine citation. I wouldn't be looking at prison time. What do you think about that enforcement mechanism with licensing? First of all, the licenses within the states, as long as you follow the state guidelines, it is a business license. You will be penalized for breaking a, a piece of that license agreement. So we're not doing anything federally legal by trans transporting anything over state lines. That's the problem, is you get this big federal government looking over your shoulder saying, we're gonna put you in jail. Luckily, they've been easing that stance and making this industry grow a lot better. But I do feel that the rescheduling would really change all of that to an easier situation that people can feel. Yeah, but again, do you think the criminal law should be the enforcement mechanism? It's really my question. No. 
it should be the business one. Right. right. Citation. Cool. Well, hey, thank you so much for your time. I promise I keep it short. Thank you, and uh, we'll see you around. Take care.